0: So the Biden administration is trying to dig themselves out of a hole that they created for themselves by backing a group that wasn't just into critical race theory. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Jen Psaki is the White House press secretary. And Jen Psaki, I I find to be condescending and dismissive and rude. I, I, I don't find her... To be the, this woman of strength and, and and role model, it's not easy to be the White House press secretary, no matter who you are. And the Biden administration does the standard operating procedure of the of the press briefings. Right, the the Trump White House did not do this because well, why should they? It was it was constant abuse. It wasn't actually questions. It was uh, radical levels of spin, and so they said, forget it. Saki knows that she has a much more welcome partner in the press, even though uh, Biden doesn't treat the press well. I, I, I have got a story for the popcorn moment. You won't believe Joe Biden said it. Now, picture what I'm saying just for a second. You won't believe Joe Biden said something. That should tell you everything about what you're going to hear. You you want to tell me that Joe Biden is, is mentally uh, aware, mentally fit. You think th- you think this is the presidential temperament? I keep saying you, but I don't mean you. The people who talk presidential temperament, let them address this. Let them address this and tell me how it's all just fine. They they hate Trump so much and are desperate for wholesale changes to the country. That they they don't care that Joe Biden is not okay. By the way, I'm not diagnosing him. I wouldn't know how to diagnose him. You can't diagnose somebody who isn't in front of you, and I'm not a medical doctor. I'm saying as the casual observer, that guy ain't okay. But the administration linked itself through the Department of Education to something called the Abolitionist Teaching Network and their Guide for Racial Justice and Abolitionist Social and Emotional Learning. A roadmap they've got for schools to reopen safely during COVID. However, they discuss in their guide that social emotional learning can be a covert form of policing used to punish, criminalize, and control black, brown, and indigenous children communities to adhere to white norms. Ooh. And that most uh, social-emotional learning standards are rooted in Eurocentric norms not to empower, love, affirm, or free black, brown, or indigenous children. Well, now I I, I, uh, I want to talk to all the people who push social-emotional learning uh, right here in Indianapolis. Uh, how, how do you feel? How do you feel knowing that you're pushing something that's an attack on black and brown children? This is why all this stuff has, has to stop. People, I, I, There have been people decent people who have written right here in Indianapolis about how we need to embrace social emotional learning. No, no, we don't. There's a fundamental flaw going on in the educational process or at least our thoughts on education where we think that's the job of the teacher to teach those things. No, that's the job of the parents. I'm not saying that the teacher doesn't get involved in some cases and in some ways, but I don't have the teacher teaching the values to my children. I teach values to my children. I'm the parent. Uh, teachers seem uh, not not all seem very upset about this though. How dare you? I mean, how dare I? I'm, I'm the parent. I, I'm I'm the one who matters most. The parent is the one who matters most. This is, I don't, I don't even really know how this is a debate. I'm really at, at a loss. I, I find myself dismissive of people who want to tell me, well, you know, the teacher, I'm not saying be angry with the teacher. I'm not saying be rude to the teacher. I am arguing that the parent is more important than the teacher. But this group, this Abolitionist Teaching Network, what is it? Yeah, that's it, Abolitionist Teaching Network. When you when you go uh, to, to their site, when you take a look at what it is that they believe, uh, they favor and endorse and encourage books and, and organizations about Asada Shakur. Joanne Chesimard, she's a cop killer, murdered a New Jersey state police officer and then escaped custody and fled to Cuba. That's who this group that's who this group looks up to. They try to immortalize in cartoons for kids. By the for kids. I put forth to you that anybody who is creating cartoon characters of Asada Shakur, Joanne Chezamard, as some kind of good, decent person is more dangerous and engaging in more danger for children than vaping. Come at me, bro. Yeah, you, you, want to, you want to glorify cop killers, uh, ch- chances are that's pretty dangerous. All right, all right, it's not as dangerous. It's, it's equally as dangerous. Would that make you feel better? The point is that the Biden administration didn't have to team up with these people. They didn't have to work with these people. They, they chose this. They chose the most woke. They chose choose the most radical. They choose the most awful amongst us, the most racially divisive. Why do they continue to do such a thing? Maybe it's because Joe Biden has installed people who are exactly this. Cardona, Miguel Miguel Cardona, the, the Secretary of Education, he was a radical when he was running the Education Department in Connecticut. He's a radical now. I think it's more amazing when states like, I don't know, we'll, we'll, let, let's say Indiana, let's say Indiana uh, has something in, in their uh, website for the Department of Education called Radical Math, and the governor, uh, we'll call him Eric Holcomb, it's a good name, uh, probably, probably a tall guy, maybe with a beard, uh, he does nothing about it, He's totally silent on the idea of social justice math in Hoosier schools. That, that blows my mind. Blows my mind. But the Biden administration did this to themselves. This is who they are.